Welcome to the Mount Carmel Christian Church Podcast. Today, Dee Dee Bacon gives an update from the Houston mission trip, and Rick Anderson teaches the message. Right now, we want to share with you a little message from somebody you might recognize in Houston. There's Dee Dee Bacon. How you doing, Dee Dee? Hey, good morning. 10 o'clock service there in Mount Carmel Christian Church. How's everybody? 10.30. Sorry, 10.30. The time change is throwing me off here. Hope everyone is well. I uh, just wanted to give you a little live update. Most of the team are still in church. Uh, I snuck out so I can be able to talk to you. But uh, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. Um, it's just, it's been great. I want to let you know everyone arrived safely, so uh, check that off in terms of the prayers. Uh, everyone asked for uh, safety in our travel. We had folks that came early, flew in early, folks that drove up. And then the majority of us, we traveled on Saturday. 65 of us uh, traveled together and arrived here safely and settled in here. Um, thank you to the Bay Area Church here in um, Texas. I think uh, places called uh, Something League. Um, anyway, Bay Area Church here. Thank you for them for their hosting us. We're sleeping, using their facilities, sleeping on the floor, wherever, and uh, getting ready, ready to go. So, uh, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about is the Holy Spirit and uh, how the Spirit works, uh, works with us, how we work through uh, His power. And uh, I was just struck me that, you know, when you, when you walk by the Spirit, there's uh, constant reminders and encouragements for us to continue on. And that's true for our trip. Uh, from the moment we left Cincinnati yesterday, uh, just little things that happened on the trip. Uh, we're on the flight from Cincinnati to Chicago Midway, um, a lady I was sitting next to, telling her about what we were doing. Uh, she then took it upon herself as we landed to stand up and just turned around to the whole plane and just thanked us for what we were doing and just said, God bless you for that. And uh, it was pretty neat. There was a little bit of applause on the plane. Got off the plane. As we're walking through the gate, some guy walks up to me and goes, hey, where's Tim Peace? I'm like, what? In Chicago. Um, and it turns out he's a, a pastor with uh, one of our sister congregations there in Cincinnati, Whitewater Crossing. He was at some convention passing through, met me there at Midway. I told him about Tim and his new baby. And then I told him about what we were doing. And he just pulled me aside and he prayed a blessing on us and our trip. And it was just like pretty neat standing right there in the middle of the airport hallway being prayed for in doing that. And then uh, get on to the flight from Midway to Houston. And as we're going, uh, all in our, little, in our green shirts over the intercom, I don't know if it was the, the pilot or the head steward, says, hey, thank you to that mission group that's going. We really appreciate you rebuilding our city. And so uh, once again, it was applause. And it just was really a neat affirmation of just uh, of your prayers and just what God's doing. Uh, we have off the church, our plans have lunch, and then our teams will go out to scope eight sites, eight different places that we'll be working. They're the first jobs that we're going through. Uh, some of the stories that we've heard is just heartbreaking. Uh, widows and widowers and old folks who are still struggling, two years not in their house. One family have been taken uh, by contractors who have cheated in them out thousands of dollars, one after the other. They just, just haven't been able to have any kind of good work done, and we're going to be able to hopefully go in there and help them out so they can get into their house finally, not live in the trailer in the back, but get into their house and, and be able to, to, to be there 
uh, after two years. So thank you for your support. I want to let you know everyone's doing well. It's just a great honor. I'm just so proud to be part of the Mount Carmel family, to see everyone do what they're doing from, from guys and girls, from young folks to, to, to seasoned folks and those in between just working together, uh, making a plan. You can be really proud of Tim Pride and the logistics team that he's put together. Uh, just, just all the details that are coming together from, from feeding us to getting the right tools to selecting the jobs to transportation of our teams to get to the jobs in order to get it done to all the things that go in it is just tip top, really good. I'm excited to, to see what gets done and excited to continue on in our report. That's wonderful to hear. It's, it's, it's so exciting, uplifting for me to hear what God is doing. Thank you, Dee. And we will definitely be praying for you guys and uh, excited to hear the future stories that will come out of this week. I know it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm also excited to play around with this new, new iPhone. How about, how do you guys like this? The shark emoji. Ha, ha, ha. I'm a shark in Texas. Anyway, uh, too much fun. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's bad. Um, but, you know, really thrilled by everything that's going on, and now I'm messing up pretty badly, so I don't know what's happening um, in that. There we go. should go back to normal. Okay. But keep, please keep praying. I know our team back home will be, uh, those of you that have said you will pray for the work teams that are going out, um, know that, uh, you know, we'll try to make a connection with that, with you, give you updates, understand that the technology, believe it or not here, well, the, the Wi-Fi and the and the uh, network is a little shoddy, a little up and down. So, you know, if there's delay, please be patient with that. Also know that every morning we're starting out with a daily proverb. We're working through the, the book of Proverbs. There's 30 chapters in Proverbs. There's typically 30 days in a month. And so uh, tomorrow we'll be looking at Proverbs 22. We'll be selecting a proverb for that. Our team leads will take that proverb and make it the theme of the day for them. And so not only are they going out to do a job, they're going out with the Word of God with them, looking to not only uh, serve the folks they're serving at the house, but also to uh, serve and connect with one another as we uh, help spur one another to live in the Spirit. So it's, it's just pretty awesome, pretty great. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Everybody give them some applause from Mount Carmel. God bless you, Didi. We love you. You be careful. Give our love to everybody down there. Bye. Okay, see you later. That's awesome. You know, the things he talks about there, the life in the Spirit is exciting. The Christian life is exciting because it goes beyond ourselves. It goes beyond what we can imagine. God does things we cannot even perceive of. And so many times we're still trying to live like we used to be. We, but we look at this whole series, it's about the power of the Holy Spirit. And I think so many times when we come to Jesus, we forget that we're new creations. And in that, that new creation, there's new attributes and characteristics of God. The fruits of the Spirit. The fruits of the Spirit. What are they? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Are we accessing are we showing evidence of the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives? Or are we negating the power that's available to us? I was thinking about it this week when I was going to share with you this morning. 
it's kind of like if you have a lamp that's plugged in to an outlet in the wall. You have wire going to the outlet. You have wire in the lamp. You have a good bulb in there. And why does nothing happen? It's, it's connected to the power source. Why does nothing happen? And I think that's kind of like how we are sometimes. You have to flip the switch. You have to say, I'm a new creation. I'm not who I was. I am now who God created me to be. And he renewed me and restored me to be. There's evidence of that transformation in the fruits of the Spirit in my life. We don't have to be who we were. We have to be who we are and who God has called us to be. In the process of sanctification, becoming more and more like Jesus every day. And we're going to share some scriptures here in, in Luke. And I'd like to share these with you right now in the Gospel of Luke in chapter 12, verses 21 and 22, starting with verse 21. It says, at that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, Praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. All things have been committed to me, my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then we're going to look at Luke chapter 12, several verses there. Some of this is it's kind of uh, challenging. I tell you, whoever publicly acknowledges me before others, the Son of Man will acknowledge before the angels of God. But whoever disowns me before others will be disowned before the angels of God. How strong is our faith? If we were challenged, what would we say? Would we say what we believe? Would we say in whom we believe? Would we have the faith in God to trust him in that? And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. But I want you to look at this. When you're brought before synagogues, rulers, and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. So many times you come up against something, and what do we do initially? We try to figure it out. We try to muscle through it. We try to do it in our own strength. Do we usually pray about it first? Probably not usually. Should we? Absolutely. But you ever have times when you're working through something or you're trying to talk to somebody and there's a voice, if you're quiet enough to hear it, that's telling you what to do, but you're not listening. But then you realize what it's saying, and it's the answer to the challenge of the situation you face. Anybody have that happen? Where something's impressed upon your mind, just say it like this. Can I see a show of hands? Anybody ever have that happen? Yeah. Well, you know what that is? It's the Holy Spirit. It's the voice of God. 
you know, before we were Christians, we didn't have access to that. But when we're Christians, we have access to that. We need to to take advantage of the power source to which we're connected, and we need to flip the switch so the light comes on and we live in the Spirit of God. You're not in bondage to who you were. You know where you're going. Jesus has victory over sin and death. You have the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Don't buy into the lie that you don't. Satan will make you think you're unworthy. You are worthy. Jesus has made you worthy. Embrace the gift that God has given you and new life in him. Power. The power of God. True, before we knew Jesus, we didn't have it. But in Christ, we've been made new. He'd been given our arsenal of all his tools and all his gifts for us to use. If we look at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. Power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all of the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, how high, how deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with a measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power, his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church And in Christ, through all generations, forever and ever. Hallelujah. Amen. Folks, we're not who we were. And if you haven't given your life to Jesus, this may sound totally strange to you. You may not know what I'm talking about. And there's an answer for that. It's giving your life to Jesus. Surrendering, surrendering lordship of your life to Christ. So what do we know about the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit, the source of power for Jesus' ministry. The source of power for Jesus' ministry. And what also do we know about the Holy Spirit? We have access to the Holy Spirit, who is the source of power for our lives today. Today. Living in the Spirit the Holy Spirit that has been given to you because of what Jesus has done. Thank you for listening to the Mount Carmel Christian Church Podcast. You can find out more about us on the web at mtcarmelchurch.org.